Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What is going on everybody, my name is Carlola, welcome to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes Friar Podcast, we are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about all things film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean. I mean, Sean, it is episode 50. It is episode 50, it is week 50. Week 50, so that's technically 150 episodes. Yeah, which is, good God, <laughs> if, you, if you've listened to all of them... <laughs> We're sorry. You poor, poor people. You've, got, you've been through so much. You didn't deserve it. We did not think we would last this long. Uh, oh, did we not? We thought we'd get laughed out of the bit, the podcast That's industry. True. We thought we'd have a poor reception yeah. and that no one would care about us. And we have, but we've stuck with it. <laughs> but we're having fun. <laughs> yeah. So this is episode 50 and I was thinking a very special episode. Yes. Very special because, I mean... 50 is normally the, the week where... See, normally episodes or podcasts put what a week. So yeah. 50 is a nice clean one. What we've done is we've confused the whole system. Because we've done three episodes a week yeah. of different shows. Yeah. And we've, so done an, we've done an emergency broadcast. <laughs> oh, no, don't talk about the James Gunn one. <laughs> oh, no. I think 151 it, episodes. No, it's 152. Is there a Captain America? There is a Captain the, America that's just kicking around. Ah, that's, Great report for the first uh, one. Absolutely shite. Ah, but. look, better than Craven. <laughs> <laughs> that was also you. <laughs> it's a bad comeback. Oh, but Black Tom. Ah, I've also done bad other things. <laughs> <laughs> so take that. Um, yeah, so this is Movie Mondays. And we normally don't just suck our own cocks. We kind of talk about movie news. Jesus. <laughs> that might be one of the few bleeps we ever do. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so, uh, do you want to get straight into it? Or I have a fun quiz that we can do at some stage that I just thought I normally like to spring quizzes on you. Yeah, but you've given me a little bit of warning. It's episode 50. Yes. It's a Marvel quiz. Oh, God. Solely for you. Fuck. Because I was going to do a Batman quiz, but then I was like, there's no point in doing a Batman quiz. Sean doesn't know anything about Batman. Exactly. You don't know even know Marta, right? Who's so Marta? Exactly. <laughs> Say that name again. <laughs> um, but... So we have a Marvel quiz. You just, you have a little, um, you put your arm up. Okay. And I'll know that's the Marvel quiz sign that you want to do it, right? Okay. Because we have other news. I'm going to strap my arms down to my sides. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Before we get started, would I be able to thank our good patrons over on Patreon? You can indeed. Well, I would like to thank Kira, Ed, Joe, Ray and Roisin Ooh, good stuff. for supporting the show and helping us keep this going. Yes. We were talking before this and it's actually, it's a really like big help to the show. Yeah. It, uh, it takes the pressure off. And if you're interested, there is a link to Patreon in the description. Don't feel any pressure, though. Tell one human being that we exist. I haven't eaten in days because you haven't given me money. Are we Jake Paul in this? Oh, we're Jake <laughs> Paul in this. <laughs> let's, let's just not Logan Paul this. <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The, um, I was actually thinking on the train up. You know the way we always say, tell one human? Yeah. Imagine if everyone listening to this did. Tell one human? Yeah. We'd have up to three people. New we, people. <laughs> it, we would double our listenership, yeah. <laughs> True story. But it'd, just, it'd be cool. It'd be nice. We don't even have to tell someone. I know, I know people that are like really nice. They tell like all their friends. Yeah. And then there's some other dickheads. You. Um, Me? No, not you. Oh, the audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm picking on them again. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about any movies. <laughs> no, haven't. Hey, Connor. Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the arm is up! The okay. arm is up. Oh, the arm is up. Okay, right. <laughs> He's furiously scrolling. scrolling down to the quiz. <laughs> Why'd you put it at the bottom? You'd think I would organise this better. <laughs> so the arm is still in the air, by we, the way. We are starting Movie Mondays with a quiz. With a quiz. Marvel quiz, because it's 50 episodes. Yeah. I'm thinking, people think, what do we know? Like, who are we to give our opinions on this news? That's we're nobodies. We're, no, we're fucking idiots, right? We're the worst. Absolute dickheads. <laughs> but here's what I'm thinking. If I quiz you and you ace it, yeah. then we get our reputation back. So what you're saying is it's on me to ensure the survival of this podcast. You've always been the brains of this operation, Sean. You've been I- the looks <laughs> in an audio medium. <laughs> People said that wasn't a role that was needed. I said, no, sorry. <laughs> but, so we're starting this Marvel quiz. It's not that hard. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. But a lot of these questions are things that have already come up in Hero Zero or in a movie Mondays in oh, previous. So and if it's can... come up in Hero Zero, that means I did the report. Exactly. <laughs> so if you can play along at home, we are starting Movie Mondays episode 50. It's week 50. It's week 50. Let's Very do special. This. Let's gain back our reputation as the best, smartest boys in comic book stuff. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sean, it's on you. Oh, gosh. Whose catchphrase is it's clobbering time? That would be. Nice easy one. Uh, Benjamin Franklin Grin ben, the and thing. also CM Punk he uh, shouted that when he came out when he was wrestling oh <laughs> would I have gotten a bonus point had I said CM um, Punk writer yes. of Thor comics absolutely all connected all connected all connected name any member of the original Sinister Six um, Doctor Octopus I'll give you that Doc Ock I was looking for Sandman but I said any member Sandman <laughs> Yeah, you can't, you can't expect a specific one. Multiple choice? No, I'm no, sorry. Not, not for me, dog. He's two, he's two from two. This is this uh, is going well. On what really is 
my specialist subject. Really, you should the be. the fact that I know anything about it. 100 over 100. If this was a Batman quiz and I didn't get 100 over 100, I would walk out that door. That's fair. I'd be done. Which anti-hero is known as the Merc with a Mouth? Oh, that's a tough one yes. now. It's, it's a nice, easy start. It now, is a nice, easy start. It would be Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool. Very good. Okay, he's on a roll. Three it's of three tr- so tr- far. How many are we going to do now? How many <laughs> questions do you have? <laughs> I got I think there's like 20. <laughs> That's too many. It's too many. I'll put it to 10. Yeah, do what you want. What nice, a nice solid 10. Don't give a fuck. Um, okay, that's... Get uh, them all right. Norrin Rad is better known by what superhero name? The Silver Surfer. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, he's 4 from 4. Who? Dormammu is primarily an enemy of which Marvel hero? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yes. (laughs) Um, No, that's incorrect. It's Doctor Strange. (laughs) Yeah, you actually pronounced that wrong. (laughs) Um, So, okay. What symbiotic entity debuted in Amazing Spider-Man 252? Uh, Venom? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the one symbiote I know. Yeah. I've actually just mixed all these up. I'm just picking the hard ones now. Or the harder ones. Harder ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, who? Who was the Brotherhood of Mutants founder and original leader? Magneto. Oh, he's good. He's good. Is that five for five? That's seven for seven. Is that seven? Oh, geez, I've lost count. <laughs> I've been having my fingers up. <laughs> um, who? Uh, what is the alter ego of the superhero Daredevil? Matt Murdock. Yes. Eight for eight. Eight for eight. Didn't see that coming. I'm I'm shocked and appalled. Um, <laughs> which villain derives his power from ten alien rings? The Mandarin. What are the ten rings? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a question here, but I just wanted to be mean. In the MCU, they're a terrorist group. Yes. But in comics, they're ten literal rings that have different powers. What are the powers, Sean? That's oh, the question. Probably ice. <laughs> Flight? <laughs> mind stuff? Mind stuff is very cool, yeah. yeah definitely has mind stuff. Definitely mind stuff. Um, who was the only female in the original Avengers lineup? The Wasp. Yes! yes. We've done a Hero Zero on her. Yeah, that was it. She named the Avengers. Exactly. Um, oh, what are we on? Nine for nine. That's ten for ten. Is that ten for ten? That's ten for ten. Right, we'll go to eleven because we always go one more. <laughs> That's fair. We go above and beyond. <laughs> Who uh, Cable and Warpath were founding members of what superhero team? Oh, fuck. oh I think I've gone. <laughs> oh, I just put down my coffee mug in shock. X Force. Damn it, Jesse! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! A reputation is safe. I've done it. Ten from ten. Eleven from eleven. Eleven from eleven. Hear that, family? Success. <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> Please. It's cold. It's cold in this podcast studio. <laughs> I had like so many random questions, but some of them are really easy. I but got I got it from, I'm not going to lie, oh. from the the deep dark web. Oh no. Yes. Not Zimbio.com. <laughs> One of them. I got, I got it from a website. Right. And I think what they've taught is we're not sad losers who know all the answers. That's true. Who've done 50 reports on Marvel characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this is... Wesley Snipes played what Marvel character in, the f- in what film trilogy? Uh, Reed Richards. Oh, see, now you've, you've actively got that wrong. Yeah, I have. I tried to get that wrong. <laughs> now I have to scroll all the way back up. <laughs> I'll just vamp while Connor scrolls here. How are you guys doing? Give me a name and an occupation. Um, you at the back? 
Um, doctor. Oh, murderer. Doctor murderer. Okay. I'd be terrible at improv. <laughs> It's like that'll be sixty euro. Oh, you're dead. Give me an occupation at a place. Murderer at Murderville. Nailed it, honey. I'm home. Ah, man, improv is tough. Improv is tough. Um, so we're moving on to actual news. Actual news. Now that our reputation is safe, Sean. Yes, you've locked that in. Now we're qualified to report for on another. Fi- it's like a driver license. Well, yeah. we've got we've got it for another fifty now. Maybe we have to renew it every year. Maybe at 75, we have to do a Batman quiz, and I'll get some of them wrong just to... Just to make things Make easier. you look a bit good. I think it's easier to get Batman things wrong. Yeah, there's a lot more in Batman things. Yeah. Um, who, it's the worst comic, but... Absolute dog shit, right? Don't question me a little dicky, though. <laughs> um, okay, we haven't even talked any news. How far are we in? Uh, probably about 45 minutes. 10 minutes. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, we're starting off this week with massive news. It's also one of the biggest movie news. I know, and we've just postponed it all. Don't worry it. Um, Marvel honcho Kevin Feige is working on a Star Wars movie, Sean. Good God. That's where we're starting. We're That's starting big. So, Disney are continuing their thing of trying to make the most money possible. Yes. And they're putting the man who made the most money in the world... Mm-hmm. And they're giving him one of the biggest franchises in the world. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. But from a business standpoint... Definitely makes sense. Huge amount of sense. (laughs) And I... Like... I believe it. I think people might get the wrong end of the stick. And they're like... They're going to do the Marvel the Marvel thing, but for Star Wars. They're going to do... Yes, I've seen a lot of that. They're like, 45 movies of Star Wars! Yeah, but I think they should just... have, Have a Kevin Feige Star Wars movie and then leave it at that. Which they won't, because it's Star Wars, and by nature it'll continue forever. That's not how it happened. (laughs) Thanks, George. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. Back to the ranch with you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think think you are correct in that our brains immediately go, like, you should do 40. I mean, if you've got Kevin Feige, I mean, bring him in, have a whole universe. Yeah. Which are a galaxy, Sean? See, it, it like oh, very good. Mm-hmm. A galaxy real close to here, really close, like right beside us. <laughs> but if you wanted to do this, you could, in the way that Kevin Feige was very good at, he could gather a bunch of Marvel stories from the comics and condense them all and take bits of them and put them in films. The Star Wars expanded universe is fucking massive. Have they got rid of most they, of that? It's called Star Wars Legends. Okay. So it's not it's it not used, canon. Though. No, it used to all be canon, and then Disney bought it, and now all the old stuff is now legends. But they're kind of rebringing all the stuff back out anyway. They're taking elements from it because they're like there's some really good stuff in there. Yeah, and when that happened, there was I I remember this. Uh, there was a bunch of interviews with uh, I think it was like the storytelling lead or something of Lucasfilm, and it was like oh you know every legend has an element of truth to it. Right. So I I could totally see him going down that route where they pick from a bunch of different sources. Okay. And just incorporate all that in. So, my question to you is, Kevin Feige, side of Star Wars, do you want him to pick a character we know? Or do you mm. want him to go Legends and go all in and just pick someone random from 30 years ago? Oh. I kind of wanted him to do a Legends character. Mainly because I don't know what he's done with original characters so far that's you know. a true story yeah like uh, when friend of the show Connor Martin was on mm. he talked about Big Star Wars Boy Big Star Wars Boy he talked about Knights of the Old Republic and a character called Darth Revan yes 
who was a Jedi turned bad. And he turned no, he was yeah. Lost his memories, turned good again. Yeah, that would be a really interest, like that kind of a character, someone who is flawed and goes through a lot. I think Feige would handle that well. I think they're already doing that with Kylo Ren, though. He, he, see, his mask is even quite like Darth Revan's. Yeah. But he's just not as cool. I love Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> you love the wide boy, though. I just love the fact that he's so white. But, uh, no, I'm not against Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah. But I just, no, like, you hate him. <laughs> no, but I don't know. There's a part of me as a very, like, I'm a casual Star Wars fan at the best of times. Yeah, uh, You do know a lot, though. I used to be mad into it, you yeah, see, so it's okay. all just kicking around. But the old, like the old Republic, like the old days of Jedi and Sith, that's way more interesting to me than Rebels and First Order. Why? Kind of thing. There's more escapism okay. in it. Like it's fantasy. Whereas the First Order is, you know, it's like the Nazis and there's a resistance and it's all war and fighting. Do you think Kevin Feige would be able to put his stamp on this with just one movie though? He might need a trilogy. Even just the start. That's fair. Oh yeah, that could work. But then it comes to him, does he have the time? Does he want to be involved in three movies? Apparently he'll get involved in anything, <laughs> as we've heard from fuck. this week. <laughs> does not give a fuck? But, see, I wouldn't even be that mad with three movies. Um, does the world need another tri- tri- trilogy of Star Wars? Not a, not a Skywalker one. No, I think another one. There's enough in that universe to do whatever. And if it, if it is one movie, I'm sure... Like, he, he's not a man who put, who pads something out. Everything, there's not a wasted minute in a lot of those movies. In, say, the Marvel movies, for example. It would have been very easy to, you know, throw in a load of shite that didn't matter just to pad out the runtime. Mm. But we were talking about Iron Man 1 the other day. Yeah. Uh, that everything in that makes sense and everything matters, everything you see. Every, like, there's, if it's not needed, it's cut. Yeah. That, I think that movie's only like an hour and... I mean, it's two hours long. I think it's two hours. But it could have easily been two and a half, but they just kept cutting. They were just like, no, cut there, get to the next scene, cut there, We don't need the this, scene. we don't need yeah. that. Yeah. So I think if you do that with a Star Wars story, it would be very cool. I think we're looking at this from Kevin Feige's point of view, and that's kind of like, why are you getting involved? But from Star Wars and uh, Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm, this is fucking gold. Like, they must be absolutely rubbing their hands together. Yeah. That... There's, let's be honest, the public opinion of Star Wars in recent years. Not as favourable. Not as favourable because, I don't know, it, it doesn't have the same sway. It does, like, obviously it's still going to make like billions of dollars. Absolutely. But Force Awakens is still up there in I, the top I love 10. Force Awakens. Force Awakens is great. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of nostalgia for Star Wars. But with Solo coming out and Rogue One, which is a good movie, but didn't get the fanfare it kind of deserved maybe? Yeah, I think I I still think Rogue One is a good movie, and it's it, I'd like to see more stuff like that where it's an interesting idea, and and, and Solo is like a grand movie as well. Yeah, the problem is with Star Wars. I think that people are like can't be grand. It has to be amazing or shit. Yeah, and I think everyone forgot that Star Wars is to sell toys. Yes, and now that you know anything that's remotely marketable, people see it as pandering or a cash in. I think this is like what what they've done here is they've got the most powerful like power producer in Hollywood, as you said. Yeah. And they've just combined him with like the most marketable, like Disney and Marvel now are the most marketable. 
But yeah. 2008, which is more marketable, Marvel or Star Wars? Yeah, literally. And so Kevin Feige put his hand on Marvel and put them straight up. They're, I would say they're like above or on the same level as Star Wars right now. I would I would even say slightly above. Just slightly, honestly. just with, after Endgame and everything. Yeah, in terms of appreciation. So if you could, if he does the same thing to Star Wars. Oh, if he lifts that? Like lifts it back up. Because like Star and, Wars should be probably ahead of that. Like you have... All those fans built in. Yeah, exactly. And they'll see anything. Yes. That's the thing. But, I don't know. It, it, it'll it be an interesting, um, like like you say, if Star Wars is already at that level, how far can it go? And this is another thing where uh, Lord and Miller were uh, disassociated from Star Wars. And we kind of shat on Lord and Miller, but they've proven that they are very good. Yeah. So, like, you can't... If you have Kevin Feige on a project, you're not kicking him off whatever he wants to do. Yes. You know, he can do what he wants, what he believes is right. I like think that. he has more sway. Who has more sway with Disney? Kathleen Kennedy or Kevin Feige? Right now. Today. Head of Lucasfilm versus the head, head of Marvel. The head of Marvel. Marvel Cinema. Yeah. Uh, God. I think in terms of box office, it's got to be Feige. I think, yeah, as I said, 10 years ago, like, Kathleen Kennedy in that position is the most powerful person at Disney. Yeah. But now, today. Yeah. And they, they have such a close working relationship as well, Marvel and Disney and Lucasfilm. Like, oh, yeah. They're all, I, I assume they all eat lunch together. Like, <laughs> in the canteen. In the canteen, yeah. yeah. Kevin Feige's eating his cold sausages and stuff. Yeah. These are great. <laughs> but I just think, if they're, if they're that close, they must know what everyone's about. Like, if you get Kevin Feige on, you know what he's going to do to a project. Mm. So you're not going to waste that. No, I think this is like... I think Star Wars have pulled a serious rabbit from a hat here. Yeah. And Kevin Feige, the more I look at this, I'm like... It's strange that he's involved in this, because he's got so many other things on his plate. Yeah, and... Does this mean he's stepping back from other things? That's the thing. That's the thing. But he was also meant to be heavily involved in bringing the X-Men over. And yes. the Fantastic Four. So if he stretched so thin, can he put a full Kevin Feige into anything? If well, he's doing four projects at once, I mean they're probably giving him a bunch of money. Aren't oh, they? I mean give him billions. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I'd like to because he's one of the few people I genuinely, if his name is on something, I'll trust it. Which is weird, yeah, because like he works for Disney, and obviously Disney just are a monopoly. Yeah, but they have Kevin Feige, who's like one of the most liked people at it's, the forefront. It's like him, Taika Waititi, James Gunn. Like, but he hired the two of them. <laughs> yeah, he took a chance on them. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I just trust his name on something, his stamp of approval. I think Star Wars have done really well here. I think they're. It's going to be good. And whatever it's, it is, it's a case of maybe give him a trilogy or star with one, but even just bring him into the boardroom. He could have some ideas to turn Star Wars and put put the rocket back onto that franchise and put it back up again. Yeah, because it's. I don't know what it is. But you're right that it's not the stagnant. same. Stagnant. It's stagnant. Stagnant is the word I was thinking It just of. feels like we're going through the motions with Star Wars yeah. at the minute. Uh, okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is The Batman. The Batman? The, whenever I say that, I always think of the animated show. Have you, have you ever seen The Batman? It's from like 2004, 2005. I think so. The, the, it was always the team song, and at the end of it, you just went, The Batman. Oh, was, yeah, yeah, that was, that was it. That's what every time I think of that. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman. Uh, Jonah Hill. I saw this. Is in to join the Batman cast. So everyone... Oh, also, uh, Jeffrey Wright is going to be playing Jim Gordon. 
Jeffrey Wright is um, oh, what oh, was he in <laughs> oh no you've got me off guard oh uh, no. no look it's fine Westworld Westworld we- oh. Westworld he's in Westworld okay Jeffrey Wright oh yes 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 I know he he's is he's playing Jim Gordon okay that's He's cool. A very good actor. Very good actor. And Jim Gordon, I mean, perfect for the role. Average character. <laughs> Whatevs, mate. <laughs> Jimmy G. Jimmy G. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jonah Hill is also signed on. Of course, the internet exploded with, this is Jonah Hill as the, pe- as the penguin. Look at him as the penguin. Because he's a big fat man. <laughs> he's, he's slightly larger than a regular man. <laughs> so he has to be the penguin. He has to be the penguin, obviously. What if he's not the penguin? What if he's the Riddler? What if he's the Riddler? What if he's Cliff is? What, what if, if he's he's There's like Catwoman. 17 bad people in this movie. Is this a long Halloween thing? Um, I think we talked about it once. That, was there not like six villains rumoured for this movie? Yeah. He could be Two-Face. Jonah Hill Two-Face. He could be anything. Like that, Yeah. Jonah Hill can do... Like, he can act. He's he's quite good at acting. Like, people think of him just as the super bad guy. Super bad or uh, 21 Jump Street. Or 21 Jump Street. Yeah. But, like... You see him in Wolf of Wall Street, even. He's, and Ma- Maniac? Is that the thing yes. on Netflix? He's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he's, he's quite good. So, bringing him in, he I think he's kind of perfectly aged as well as any of those villains, besides Robert Pattinson. Yeah. They're, all, they're both about early 30s. How old is John Hill? He might be 40, I don't know. I don't think he's No, I, I think, I think like, no. If he's super bad. Super bad, he was very young. So that yeah. was like 2008 or 2007. Yeah, so 10 years from so that. He's probably, he's probably 32, 33. Yeah. And so, Robert Pattinson is the exact same age. So they're perfectly aged for villain-wise. Yeah. And do you think they'll do a thing that they knew each other as kids? Because um, anytime there's two characters in the Batman story the same age... I hate when they do that. Yeah. It's such a cliche. It's it a, weakens it so It much. always reminds me of James Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think... The, the only way I'd accept that is if it's Two-Face. Two-Face and Bruce Wayne are meant to be best friends. Yeah. Before he goes crazy. Penguin, not so much. Penguin, Penguin is generally an older dude, isn't he? Um, Not really an older... Maybe maybe like 10 to 15 years older, but not that much. Like, he's not right, aged, yeah. but... Uh, normally he's kind of been around for a little bit. Um, Oswald Cobblepot. Very good. His family are meant to be feuding with Pennyworth, uh, Alfred's oh. family. They're meant to have like a long lost rivalry. Okay. Um, so they don't like each other. They don't like each other at all, which is why he doesn't like Bruce Wayne. Okay, because I get Penny- you. But he then he tries to suck up to Bruce Wayne because... I, I, my favourite version of Penguin is the one who pretends he's going straight... And, and behind then, the scenes is doing a lot of gangster stuff, but he has like a like uh, the iceberg lounge yeah. that he sets up. Like he runs that as a proper business, and like anytime Bruce Wayne, there, he's always like sucking up. Wow, Mister Wayne, we'll get you the best table and the best pleasure food. to meet you. Pleasure, you're the best. And then behind him, he's like, kill Bruce Wayne, <laughs> rob <laughs> that man ro- shot, rob Wayne Tech, we'll rob every- He's here, right. rob, and he's like, wow, you're so amazing, Mister Bruce. That's class. <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoy that version of the guy who just pretends he's running a perfectly solid business and behind the scenes does it all rather than he's out now criminal yeah I getcha um, I think Jonah Hill as either the Riddler or the Penguin are probably the two strongest ones yeah I like I don't know who else you'd cast him as and maybe that's me just not thinking Clayface I suppose we always say Clayface though but Clayface is meant to be a failed actor oh man Jonah, Jonah Hill would be great in that role not to say anything about Jonah Hill, no, but... And we just said he's a very good actor, but can you imagine him as, like, an actor who keeps trying and keeps failing? Yeah. Do you imagine if he was an actor who, like... He was on track to be the next 
big thing. Like he he would be the next uh, Chris Evans or fucking other <laughs> other burly man. <laughs> and like and then just something happened, and now he's just a down on his luck dude. Yeah. And then he becomes Clayface by falling into some magic clay. Is that what happened? <laughs> I actually, do you know what? I don't know the origin. I'm assuming he falls into a factory somewhere. Oh, it's got to be a fall. Or it's a chemical reaction to some sort of scientific thing. Yeah. Or they're, oh, they're, they're pouring water, mm. toxic water into the swamp. And he's something. fucking swimming in the swamp. He just loves swimming. He just loves swimming. Well, and then he gets fucking clay face. <laughs> I'll, I'll do Hero Zero on him. Do, please. At some stage. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jonah Hill is signed on to the Batman. This is a pretty good cast. Already, uh, yeah, and it's getting better and better. It seems they just keep adding people to it, but they're. Do you get the Spider-Man three effect then, though, of too many villains and none of them are amazing? I don't think so because I'm going to go out on a bold call. Mm-hmm. I think the Batman Rogues Gallery is better than the Spider-Man Rogues Gallery. Although Spider-Man Rogues Gallery is like second. Although they pick Rhino, who's not one of the best. Yeah, look, <laughs> I think there's lots of better ones. I think it's who you pick. That's fair. I'm sure Batman has some terrible, ridiculous villains. Oh, we'll be getting to one of them oh, good. this week, Sean. On Hero or Zero. On Hero or Zero. Um, but he's got many terrible villains. But this one, I think we said there's six bad guys in this. Yeah. Um, Catwoman's rumours. Catwoman, I think, is going to be, like, uh, in-betweener. Neutral. Yeah. As in, like, she'll be talking to Batman... But she's not. She's vi- she's villainous, but she hasn't done any villainous in the movie. Yeah, she's out for herself. Yeah, essentially. as Catwoman tends to be. So Jonah Hill is signed on to the Batman. It's not until twenty twenty one. Don't worry about. it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll all get leaked before then. There'll be millions more news bits before yeah. that. Um, moving on to our next piece of news. This is our first Spider Man news of the week shot. Oh, there's more Spider Man news. More Spider. Did you hear about that? Spider Man? Something happened with Spider Man this week. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking, which we end with Kevin Feige or start with Kevin Feige? We said we start because yeah. Spider Man seems whatever. It's a bit, a bit bigger, slightly bigger. Little bit. Um, Spider Man spin off based on Madame Web is in the workshop. It is indeed, Madame Web. No. <laughs> Madame Fatal Madame Fatal Madame Fatal <laughs> Who is Madame Webb <laughs> Madame I, I genuinely think though It is Madame Or no Madame Madame Is it actually Madame It's M-A-D-A-M E Is there an E in it Yeah Oh then it's Madame yeah. Sorry No so I was right You yeah, are indeed No you're done uh, Okay First of all Here's what you need to know About Madame Webb Is that You know the Marvel 1 to 7 rating system Oh no There's a rating system in Marvel That rates characters powers On a scale from 1 to 7 If you've never heard Hero Zero This is Shad's weird rating system It's not mine It's Marvel's But uh, There's things like Strength Intelligence Energy projection uh, Speed Speed Uh Endurance? Something like that. Anyway, there's six categories. She is one in all of those categories, except for intelligence, which is a seven. Right. Madame Webb, that's really difficult for me to say. Madame Webb is, she's a psychic who's very connected to Spider-Man. Because she uses her psychic powers to figure out Spider-Man's identity. She was born blind. Okay. And she just she's like hooked up to life support in this chair thing, so she just thinks and she works as a psychic. But she figured out Spider Man's identity, gets her to do odd jobs from for her occasionally, and generally is an ally of Spider Man's. Okay. Um, but the cool thing is, is that one time she led a whole team 
of Spider Women. Yes. She had a whole team of Spider Women. Spider and she, Gwen and stuff. Uh, more of like Jessica Drew, Spider Woman. Okay. And Spider Girl and all this. I don't know if Spider Gwen was in it, but she was acting like the Oracle kind of thing. Right. She was the person in the chair and like overseeing everything. Okay. So like she's not, her only power is she's psychic and I think immortal. <laughs> that seems like a pretty big second power. Depends on the version. There was a weird thing where oh uh, there was like there were five crystals or gems or tri- oh, something, and if five people gathered in a circle, mm-hmm. they would get what was it wealth, fortune, <laughs> immortality. The Are they those two first two to say thing? No, good fortune. Oh, like, of course. Luck. So, <laughs> so wealth, luck, um, health, uh, immortality, or death. Or? So, or death. Okay. So you'll get one of those if you're one of the five people, so you're taking a gamble. On looks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> and Madame Webb, Madame Webb got immortality. Ah, that's a cool thing. Yeah. It's now, real fucked up. But I, it is, but I do think she's lost it since. But. Gosh, look, we all have been there. <laughs> um, so the news is that Sony are continuing to expand their movie universe, Sean. Oh. Oh, yes. The Spider-Man, they have Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They've got Venom. They've got they need Morbius. One They've got Morbius. They need one more to complete the set. Oh. Maybe a Madame Web movie. That's interesting. Indeed. So, um, they have Venom 2, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be another Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse good. follow-up. Very good movie. Um, and so, they also have... Uh, Sony also has live-action movies in development based on characters like Silk, Black Cat, Silver Sable, Craven the Hunter, and more. Fuck. Okay. They're full Sony universe! That, like, that's not bad. Silk is... Bitten by the same spider that bit Peter ah, Parker. This fucking spider. She wears. She wears. <laughs> she, she wears a costume made out of web. Right. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, Black Cat is Betty Brant. Yeah. Uh, just uh, essentially a cat burglar, but very good. <laughs> She's a cat woman. Yeah, spider cat woman kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Silver Sable is Black Cat's friend, who's silver. <laughs> <laughs> this is the top quality heroes here. I'm, yeah, I'm running them down here. And Craven the Hunter, we did a heroes here. Yeah, don't go and listen to that, though. It was awful. He was very tired. But it's, it's a hunter. Yeah, he's a dude that goes hunting around the place. Yeah, very cool. Um, but so they have they have all these lined up, and Madame Webb is possibly the first one in the works out of them. Are they doing it in Spider Verse style? Or I, is so it- that's what I was going to ask you in terms of it's not reported that they're going to be doing a Spider-Verse version, but to introduce this character seems a bit out of left field, unless you do a Spider-Verse thing and you include Silk and Black Cat. Yeah. And Madame Webb as kind of into the Spider-Verse style where he meets five other people who are the heroes of their own city or your own universe. That would make sense. And it's a, it, it's a, it's a, it'd be a bold move to have a movie about the character that is the overseer. If you get me. Well, I I would actually, now that I think about it, Madame Webb would be the leader of Silk Black Cat. As that... Silver Sable. As that, like, As a team. crew. As yeah. A cr- as, like, a Birds of Prey. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that ma- totally makes sense. Yeah. I would watch that. Sony are releasing their own Birds of Prey just with the Spider-Man people. Oh, I think that could work well, though. You think? I, I, I do think so, because... I'm not, I'm not against it. I'm, no, and I think they've, like... 
if you get the right people on board who can understand like team dynamics and everything like that, mm. that would work really well. Madame Webb also opens up the opportunity for Black Tom. Does she? Black Tom uh, kidnapped, uh, attempted to kidnap Madame Webb. By send- he would do that though. He's not that nice He's guy. He's that kind of lad. No. But um, yeah, yeah, he got Juggernaut to try and take her away, but Juggernaut pulled her out of her chair, so she started dying. Oh my god, my my mother seen the episode Black Tom, and she turned around to me. She was like, um, did, "Did you get any complaints about the episode on Friday?" <laughs> and I was like, "Why?" racial undertones that I don't know she only read the headline right Black Tom she genuinely thought like we had just put an episode that was really <laughs> racist and I was looking at her like I mean it's no. racist against the Irish <laughs> I was like did you even read the description she was like no I just seen the headline on my Facebook Jesus oh I'm sorry Connor's mum <laughs> I was like no we were really racist <laughs> just horribly racist but uh that's completely such a that, also that's the joke in Deadpool what? Is that he meets Black Tom in prison and he's like, You're a white guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, my mother loves Deadpool. She's <laughs> mad about Deadpool 2 specifically. So, specifically, just the jail scene. Um, so, Madame Webb in the works. It could be a way to bring in the Spider Verse. Um, they are giving back Tommy. So, I mean, they need something else in the pipeline. Maybe Madame Webb versus Venom. Fight to the death. Marta. Ma- oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I yeah I mean look the, the Spider-Verse happened because they didn't have Peter Parker mm. and that was very good no they did have Peter Parker well they had a bit yeah they didn't have a, you know a live oh, yeah, action Spider-Man yeah, fair enough they yeah. had Peter B. Parker yes <laughs> um, no they also had a oh they had Peter Parker as well who, and then who he, was he played by Chris Pine was it Chris Pine yeah Chris he was Pine Chris played, Pine. he was great he was great he was like the perfect version of Spider-Man oh man that was a good movie. <laughs> the, two of, the two of us literally just had a moment where we looked into this and that was pretty good. Oh, was pretty, I enjoyed that. What a nice movie. Um, oh, no, I'm excited to see that. I think it's I think it's an interesting direction to take just superhero movies in general. Okay. You, you might as well. like Fucking try it. You've made worse. Yeah, you've made Venom and you're currently making Venom too. No, no one could have predicted that. Nobody could have predicted it. So we're moving on to our next piece of news, Jurassic Park. Do 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 Laura Dern, Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum are set to reprise their iconic roles for the third Jurassic World movie. The film's director has confirmed. Good God. Yes, Sean. To what end? To just general. It's coming back. Jeff Goldblum will do anything. <laughs> he, he was in the second one. He was in Fallen Kingdom, he was. wasn't he? I didn't see it, but he I saw the He was in the, the room at the start. Yeah, and he said, life finds a way. And but everyone went, literally, whoa! Li- literally just for the trailer. Just for that. That was it. But, okay... So Jurassic Park, or Jurassic World, mm. which is a series that is riding off the nostalgia of the original Jurassic Park, yes. is now bringing back... The nostalgia in human form. Just, they're making it again. Making it again. Is it just going to be Sam Neill not believing that they did it again? <laughs> After all this time, yeah. there's been like seven movies, and he's just like, 
what are we doing? Dinosaurs? <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> and then a velociraptor says, Alan. Every time we've made this part, people have died. I cannot believe it's happened again. At a certain point, we stop making park sluts. <laughs> Just looking around. Anybody agree with me? Come on now. Jeff. Caught the point. Sam Neill thinks it's real. He doesn't know he's in a movie. <laughs> Laura, why are you looking at me? Jeff, you're so weird. Stop saying cut. <laughs> You cut me real deep whenever you say cut. <laughs> um, Jurassic World, fra- the Jurassic Park franchise. Where did they leave the original three stars, Sean? Can you remember? Um, I can't. <laughs> Were they happy? Were they happy with a family, maybe? Um, so he, Alan Grant. Yeah. Um, but when we last saw him at the end of Jurassic Park 3, he seemed to be just as fascinated by them, the dinosaurs, yes. as he had ever been, Sean. Right. He as w- an archaeologist, that's he pretty important. He killed by them, I would say, at least 20 times. Yeah. Nearly killed by them at least 20 times at that stage. You'd be afraid, wouldn't yeah. you? Even just slightly. Just you wouldn't go to another park. No, like if I nearly drowned, I'd be a bit wary of water for a little yeah. bit. He nearly died from dinosaurs. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Is it? Is it? They can't open another park. Sure, they're never going to let that happen again. Because there's a theme with Jurassic Park. Where's the planet permission? <laughs> Who's allowing this? Who's clearing that land? But the 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 theme with Jurassic Park, like trilogies, is that you have a park. Mm. Then there's the backup research station. True. And then there's. I don't know. Alan. Alan. <laughs> is, is that another park? Talking dinosaur? Do they go back to the original park in the third one? Is it that one? Maybe. I can't remember what happens in Jurassic Park 3. I don't either. Is that the Lost World? Um, no, that's the second no, one. No, that's the second one of Jurassic World. Right. No, no, the Lost World is the second one of Jurassic Park. Yes. Oh, God. Fallen Kingdom Dr- is the second one of Jurassic World. Ah, that's... Which is a... Like, they, they, they come go back to, to the, the research place. Yeah. So it's the same. Yeah. There's no dinosaur that has said Alan yet. That we know about. That, so, third one. If they Look, if they do it. <laughs> so, at the end of the Jurassic Park 3, he was just as fascinated with dinosaurs. We also haven't got any kind of update about where he is now. Um, so, he hasn't even been mentioned in the Jurassic World. Yeah, that's an odd one. Because he, he was chosen for Jurassic Park because he was like the best in his field. Mm. Sure, you'd think that would have come up. I don't, yeah, I don't, like, did, I think he was just, I don't know, maybe they didn't have the rights, no, it have to make any sense, you would even mention him. Yeah, just being like, even throwaway it would have been nice. Jay-Z like, was a bit weird, wasn't he? He thought he was in a real movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just kept screaming at people. But you, you would have said, oh, Dr. Alan Grant discovered this in 19 whenever. Yes. You know. Um. So... Apparently, the the end of Ellen, or Ellie Deagler, is her name. Right. Uh, she was she ended her relationship uh, with Alan. Alan. Yes, Alan Grant. Alan Grant. Her and Alan, our best friends. Um, and she married a state uh, department employee named Mark Deagler, hence the name change. The Deaglers. Uh, the Deaglers. Uh, together, they have a young son, and while she stepped away from the world of dinosaurs after the events of Jurassic Park, something tells us that she'd pull right back into the world thanks to the adventure that plays out in Jurassic World 3. Mm. 
She probably wouldn't, though. I don't think she would. If you got nearly killed by a dinosaur... (laughs) These movies don't understand that people have trauma. (laughs) And if if you had just settled down and you finally had a little life away from the fear of a dinosaur theme park... Yes. And someone said, there's another problem at a dinosaur theme park. You would not go. And in many ways, you have more to lose now than you did then. (laughs) Once again, not even water. Let's put an animal on it. If like, a tiger nearly killed me, like how often have I gone to the tiger enclosure? Very few. Very like <laughs> if a zoo, if a zoo ever had all of the animals run loose, no one would ever go to that zoo again <laughs> because it happened once. <laughs> or maybe that's the most secure zoo of all then. Oh, you can't say that, though. No, I think it is. The double the security. Bring back... There's now two guards. <laughs> yeah, two guards, no guns. No guns, no locks on the here, gates. Here, giraffes, come on, back away. <laughs> Lads. What's, what's your date of birth? <laughs> <laughs> Not with those shoes. <laughs> um, and uh, the last one was Ian Malcolm. Where did we leave Ian Malcolm? Um... He wasn't invited to explore Jurassic Park because of his extensive knowledge about dinosaurs and prehistory. Right. Apparently. Instead, because of his background as a... Uh, oh, no. Chaotician? Chaotician, Chaotician. Yeah. He believed in uh, chaos theory. Yeah, it was believed that he would bring an interesting perspective as an insurance consultant who could see particular shortcomings in the development of the park. I'd say he's seen a few. Why would you invite someone who would pick out all the flaws in your thing? Because what? then nothing happens where dinosaurs get fucking out. That's true. If he had just submitted that report a day earlier <laughs> instead of sitting around shirtless. <laughs> He's just at home watching TV. He's like, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> that can wait. <laughs> Screaming, going on the behind them. <laughs> oh, lads. Sipping a glass of wine. That can wait. <laughs> Be fine. Um, so naturally, obviously he nearly died several times. Mm. Um, uh, so Ian Malcolm obviously isn't the biggest fan of dinosaurs. Um, he was last seen in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, where he was like, what did he say? Life finds a Life way. Life finds a way. The trailer, oh, it was amazing. Everything yeah. loved it. And then he was never in the film. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely. They got rid of him. They could only pay for a little bit of gold blue. In many ways, that was reused footage. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Actually. <Yeah. laughs> um, so he's now back in Jurassic World 3. All three of them are there. Back. Ready to go. Mm. Ready to go back into Jurassic World. One more time. Just one more time. Just one more time. Just one more. Just one more. We swear to God. Except for the next one where they're probably going to do a fort oh god can like, it be worse than Jurassic Park tree I see neither of us can remember that but I know it's, it's like, awful it is awful it's universally hated like, yes but I don't know there's a great video about Jurassic Park 2 and how the, like the, the guy who made it the director didn't want to make it <laughs> but the stu- like the studio the studio forced him into it because Jurassic Park made a load of money. So you have Jurassic Park 2 and this guy breaks it down uh, to the point where like the dinosaurs, when they come to the real world, they chase one dude who they deem to be the surrogate for the director. They chase him into a video store and all the videos start falling down on him because he's being crushed by the weight of the studio. Good. 
that like it's it, I'll send it to you because it's this really ridiculous video but it's amazing <laughs> somebody with too much time in her hands but also he probably did that just read into so he just much he d- did just that no one noticed um, but then they did are you excited about Jurassic World 3 not at all I haven't seen Fallen Kingdom fair play to you right we're moving <laughs> on <laughs> This is our hot, hot news. <laughs> oh, actually, there was a... Episode su- 50. <laughs> there was once a surprise birthday party for me. Fuck off. Yeah. We have a Sean Child story. Here we you go. You were there. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we were, spoilers, drink, take a drink on the radio. Yeah. And you, you had arranged to attend a surprise party, but you were also walking me to the party and pretending you weren't Here's going the thing, to. Right? I had to host a show with you. Yeah. And the party was after the show. Yeah. We so had I, sweets on air. It you, was great. Yeah, and so I had to. Yeah, I brought you sweets <laughs> yeah. for your birthday. And <laughs> how did we do that? I don't know. Just eating live on air. Doesn't work. Um, then I yeah I had to pretend to know nothing. Yeah. And I was strolling along. And I said. Where are you going? You said, oh, my parents are in the cinema. I made up a story that my parents were in the cinema somewhere and I was going to meet them. And I said, oh, what are they seeing? <laughs> and you hadn't thought the story true. Look, it was flawed to start with. Um, I, did I say Jurassic you World? Said Jurassic World without missing a beat. <laughs> I'm a pathological liar. <laughs> uh, Jurassic World. And you just went... Okay, I, I just kept walking. That's out now. Yeah, my parents are off watching Jurassic World. They love Chris Pratt. They're just mad about it. So then you went off to the party. Yeah. And didn't I go and get changed? Yeah. I went because I was. Cause this was the drippings of summer. Yeah, and it was like in the studio, it was like. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Heat. It felt like forty degrees. We were sweating so much, so I you were wearing shorts. I couldn't wear jeans. I yeah. had to wear jeans because we were going to the party afterwards. But I couldn't wear jeans in the studio because I thought I'm going to die if I do. So I had to wear shorts, and then I walked you to the. I walked you downtown anyway, and yeah. I was like, "I may go. I have to meet my parents at the cinema." And I went off that way, and I had to go into. I think it was a Tesco, <laughs> and I got changed in their bathroom. And then you rocked up. And then I rocked back up at the party 10 minutes later in jeans. And I was like, what? <laughs> you were like, what about Jurassic World? <laughs> <laughs> I think I asked you about it after. I was like, did your parents enjoy the film? Did and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> they never went. They didn't go. <laughs> I don't even have parents. <laughs> so, that's a weird rant. I know, I just, I remembered that all of a sudden. You always think of Jurassic World on that one day. Every day on my birthday now. <laughs> oh, man, pathological liar, Connor. <laughs> Good at it. I'm seven feet tall. Okay, we're moving on. Indiana Jones 5. Jesus. Good news, Sean. Oh, cancelled? No, no. Oh. Even better. Can't be that good. Hopeful news, I would say. Oh. Um, it's time to crack the whip, Sean. Ah! Ah! Because right? he has a whip. He's clever. He's into some stuff. His, yeah, that was before the movie. <laughs> um, in Spie- Steven Spielberg's Indiana Jones 5 has been in development limbo for three years, Sean. Three years. Three years. Too many, I'd say. Um, yeah, double it. Release dates have shifted. Screenwriters have shuffled. Fans are getting wary. Are there fans? Getting. Getting wary. <laughs> Keyword being getting. I think most fans are wary to begin with. Um, yes. Uh, at, uh, they're getting wary about the long-awaited sequel. Thankfully, mm-hmm. with its current date all the way in summer 2021... <gasps> There's still time for the production to stay on schedule this time. Positivity. So, so, so to be clear, there's no movement, mm. but it's possible there could be. Well, hang on, because they had a chat 
with David Cope, who was the first direct writer to be confirmed to pen the script. Of course. And he said, I'm working on it again. We're still trying. And I think we've got a good idea this time. <laughs> we'll see. He's not going to say it's bad, though, is it? Is it? <laughs> so, the news we have is that he's back on the project. He's They're back writing, in. He's back in. He's the new Batfleck. He's, I'm telling you now, this movie's going to be written in the next up to seven years. Good God. And this movie's coming out in summer 2021. So they might... They might improv the whole thing. I'm hoping Harrison Ford at 95 years old has to improv an Indiana Jones movie. Like, I'm not being mean or funny. Or ageist. Or ageist. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> like, he's an older man. Hmm. You can't keep this in production forever. Does that... Is that is that horrible to say? I don't think so. Like, I just... You get what I'm at. We're like, all getting older. Aren't we? And I feel like... It's too long for me. And I'm not in the movie. Yeah. So and for him... Who is in the movie? I would say it's a very long time. It must feel long anyway. It must feel like a very long time. I, he can always do Star Wars again. Uh, no. <laughs> I think... Yeah, no. Fight <laughs> you first day. <laughs> Bring back Harrison Ford. Like, at a certain point, it's... Yeah, like... Because in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull... Hmm. That you could tell, like... Okay, that's Harrison Ford... And there's a stunt double. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. When he fell out of the fridge. Uh, no, we're not talking about the fridge again. <laughs> we're talking about the fridge so many times. But I just... I... I I don't think we need it. Because Indiana Jones was a great series and it ended where it should have. No, it didn't. They had a force. <laughs> D- you know, look, With I, the alien. I remember, but I don't want to. <laughs> So you're just thinking of Tree. Tree, The Last Crusade. Ah, yes. They literally ride off into the sunset. It, it, it's called The Last Crusade. Yes. And they taught another one. Because mm. mm. you can even tell like when they had the meeting to title the film. It was like, lads, it's about the Crusades yeah. and The Last Crusade. But also, mm. it's Indiana Jones's last crusade. You've done it again, Harrison Ford. Thanks very much, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> they always announce to each other their full name. That's how they talk. <laughs> so, yes, it is now down for a 2021... Summer. ...release. Summer blockbuster, Harrison Ford, he's back in the big time. I'm fairly sure we're getting a lot of films in 2021 A lot of films. Summer. And, see, and Indiana Jones 5 is the one that's going to make the most money, I think. Oh, absolutely. I think it's going to be Zoolander 2 level of money, so I'm taking trillions. Why, why have trillions where we can have millions? Oh, that's good. <laughs> you, you should run a studio. Thank <laughs> you, is that you? <laughs> yes, it's true. That's why this podcast is so successful. Thank you, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> and thank you, Harrison... F- What's your name? <laughs> um, okay, we're finishing off this week, Sean. With big the news. smallest news. The smallest news. I just said big news, but I'm going back on what I just said. <laughs> smallest news. Small news. Week 50. We're bad at this. <laughs> smallest news. Spiderman. Yes, Spider-Man. Uh, thank you. Respect the hyphen. Marvel reportedly planning to write Spider-Man back into the MCU. There's a deal done. They're back. Spider-Man's we, back. We can Sean, all collectively... Yes. Just say yes, yes. Whatever you're doing right now, punch the air and say yes. Jesus, get in, lads. <laughs> we're, we're very happy about this news. Can I just say one thing? Yes. I got 
uh, Chloe Beasley who on uh, Twitter I clicked at you you did I did click at you I forgot I we were on an audio platform <laughs> oh, well you can hear a click <laughs> you can hear a click um, she mentioned that we knew this was coming oh we called this and poo boys I don't want to say we're wise but look we're amazing I didn't want to say it <laughs> Connor say it enjoy enjoy saying it we're fucking class you like, know what I mean of course it was going to happen Absolutely, because money. I like money. Everyone likes money, and there's enough money in the world to solve every problem. So first, originally, you, me and you were talking, and I think I said before Christmas, yeah. and then I backed over and I said before a Black Widow movie comes out. Yeah. Now, both are correct, technically. And I said... You said never, it would never happen. I said the last week of September, <laughs> I think is what I said. You were like just around September twenty seventh. Just if I, I'm going to go back right now and check the tape. <laughs> so we'll go back and check it. Yeah. But I'm pretty positive you said September twenty seventh. At uh, was it about three p.m. About three p.m. No, it was actually I was at playing soccer, so it was about half eight. Oh no, I'm talking American time. Oh, American time. Oh yeah. no, yeah, it was three. It was, yeah, you, it would have been three. Very clever to go American time with the prediction. That's when the reports would come That's, out. You're dead right. No, you're dead right. <laughs> <laughs> episode 50 episode 50 <laughs> um, Spider-Man back in the MCU Sean where do you want to go from here I mean uh, Tom Holland must be fucking delighted they came out to cast and they were like oh we were all set to do a Sony movie yeah they were all perfectly fine with that but they must secretly be be real happy it's like yes we get to work on our friends fist up again because this is you I don't think where they left Spider-Man after Far From Home. Spoilers for every Spider-Man thing ever, by the way. Ever. But where they left him after Far From Home, I don't think you could go straight into a Sony movie where he's not involved in that universe. No. I know I know. I might be backtracking on what I said in the original Spider-Man. Okay. But the more I thought about it, like, um, that's the universe where... We, where we learn to care about this Spider-Man. This is going back, because I remember specifically, I, I said, know. you said to me, no, Spider-Man's insular. He's kind of just by himself. No, and I still stand by that, that his stories stand on their own. Yes. But, like, I would like to see him impact the universe. Yeah. If his reveal me. should impact Doctor Strange. Yeah. Or impact... Uh, I, that's the thing. I'd like him to be able to go to other heroes for advice. Yes. You know? I'd like him to drop in. Like he did... Like, we saw him in Civil War for 20 seconds. But I'd like him to be able to get advice from old Steve Rogers if they want to. Yeah, and like, I think one of the strongest scenes, weirdly, in Thor, Ragnarok, is he goes to see Doctor Strange. And it's nothing. Like, and, and Doctor Strange, is ne- he's not in any trailer. He just yeah. turns up and he just starts asking him questions. Yeah. And there, I think it's like two minutes long. And then he just goes on his way and the story continues. Yeah, and I still stand by what I said that he Spider-Man could be an insular character. Mm. But I like it more like this. And this raises another question. He signed on for one movie. So the deals in this is it's one movie, mm. one more movie anyway, 25%. So originally Disney were getting, or Marvel was getting 5% of the movie box office yeah. and all the merchandising. And yes. then the original problem was they asked for 50%. And Sony said, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, and not was, happening. And there was an impasse. Because Sony were getting 95% of the movie and nothing else. Which, yeah. When I said nothing else, like, I mean, it's still like a billion dollars. No, but, but like 50% of a billion is 500 million. Yes. 
which I know is still a lot of money, but when you're considering profit margins mm. and the fact that you don't get merchandising rights, that's fucking a lot. So when Marvel asked for 50, they said no. And everyone turned on Sony because Kevin Feige's on one side. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, even though we don't like Disney, but Kevin Feige is a very powerful man and people like him. Um, now I'm not saying one is right or wrong, but like that's the public opinion was like, oh, Sony fucked this. They yeah. fucked it. No, I think Sony got out ahead, didn't they? They and, got ahead of the, the problem. Oh, yeah. And they said, Kevin Feige's too busy to work on it. We really enjoyed working with him. We would have loved to keep working with Which him. Which was a good thing to do, PR-wise. Yeah. Um, and then, now it's come out that they have now agreed on 25%. So yeah. Marvel will get 25%. So Sony are making 75% of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Which will probably end up being close to a billion dollars. Which will be, yeah. It would be quite a lot of money. But Marvel still gets merchandise. Yes. So Marvel is making a lot of money here. But... So there's two aspects to it. So one, if it was a multi-movie deal, mm-hmm. um, you could go off the basis. I was talking to one of my friends, and I was like, "Oh, it's one movie. They're probably just going to kill him off, or this is the way to write him off." Mm. And he said to me, "Yeah, but you would say the same if it was a three-movie deal. You'd be like, oh, but he's definitely not going to die in the next one.' Yeah. So you can look at it either way. They could just do one movie and then just sign on to another one." And it's like they go movie by movie. This could be a thing that they negotiate the contract every time they want to make a Spider-Man every movie. single time. Which will lead to, like, look, it'll lead to a lot of samey news reports every year. Yeah. But if if he does become a big player in that universe, which it kind of, I think we touched on this, it did feel like they were setting him up as the next tech guy, the next Tony Stark. He is, like, the big tree is Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Spider-Man. In terms of draw. As in terms of draw, they are the tree that have been set up. Yeah. And Black, it's weird, because Black Panther... Has had one like, movie. If you actually look at it, they're a mirror image of the first three. Spider-Man is Iron Man. Yeah. Black Panther is Captain America. And Captain Marvel is Thor. Yeah. Yeah. And ground, tradi- like, man on the ground. Enhanced dude. Enhanced dude. And, and, and person space. Who's, uh, who's all-powerful god. Yeah. That, I did not think of it like that. Yeah. They're basically the same character traits. That's but they just clever. put them onto different characters. Yeah. See, and they, they are doing, they're working on a Nova film. Yes. Nova is very much a Peter Parker uh, inspired character. Do you think they'll use Nova to replace him? But I don't think he has the draw. I don't think I don't think you have put out a Nova film and kids go, I love Nova. I know they will afterwards, but mm. before Kids love Iron Man. Kids love Iron Man, I know that, but Spider Man <laughs> is Spider Man, like I suppose. If you put a Spider Man logo on anything, like it, that's flying out the door. That's fair. I I can see Nova and Spider-Man interacting. Like, I could see them, like, being pals. And then, I don't know, maybe just have them there in case the the contract negotiations don't work out. Do you get me? I, it, let's see, the thing about this is that Peter Parker hasn't been announced for what movie he's in. Uh, it hasn't been announced that it's his movie that he's the next, that's the last Marvel movie so he could just make a cameo in one movie and die Jesus or they could do an Into the Spider-Verse thing um, and bring in and bring in Miles Morales to replace him but then like but with Miles Morales being in Into the Spider-Verse I don't think Sony will give him up no yeah. see yeah Sony owned that as well yeah I think like and Sony would be mad to get rid of anything Spider-Verse related. Because that's, that's a, like, there's five different movies there. Yeah. If they want. 
like this is tricky it is tricky if it is one movie and you have this character do Marvel continue to put all their stock in him or which they were doing yeah or is this going to be a case where they kind of pull back see I still think that Marvel Marvel wouldn't have if there was ever an opportunity that Sony would take Spider-Man back Marvel would would have backup plans and they wouldn't put all their eggs in the Spider-Man basket yeah. So I think now they'd be even less likely to if it's a negotiation every year. Yeah. Because Marvel Marvel and Disney, I don't think they're going to ask for 25% next year. No. I think it'll be back up to the 50. Especially if they make a lot of money. If the next if they released an individual Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And it made like the last one was the highest grossing Sony movie of all time. If the next one is 2 billion dollars, yeah. Then Marvel's like this is us. Like, you literally made all that money because of us. Yeah. And, you know, and this whole fucking debate about Spider-Man, that might even more, like, it would drive more revenue towards it. Mm. But I just... Do they kill him off in this movie? Or do they write him out? God, he see, he's a very young Spider-Man to mm. be written out or killed off. I don't think killed off. I think written out would be a word, which That's why I said the Miles Morales thing, but Sony also would... But Sony don't own Miles Morales, do they? As a character. Or is it just a Spider-Man in general? Everything associated with Spider-Man. I, yeah, see, I don't know about where that discussion is. Is it Peter Parker or is it Spider-Man, the concept as a whole, the comic books? Because, like... Because, see, I, I would have said that they own Miles Morales... But they have Aaron Davis in Homecoming, Donald Glover's character. Yeah, and he, his his nephew is Miles Morales. Yeah, he references, I have a nephew in this neighbourhood. Yeah. So that's, that's the one thing that's thrown a wrench into my argument, is that I don't know. That's actually an interesting debate. Do they own Peter Par- Parker, the character, or do they own Spider-Man, the concept, and the universe, Cause, and, and everything ha- associated with it? Like, do you own Bruce Wayne as Batman, but you don't own Dick Grayson? When he's Batman. Or do you own all of Batman? See, I think you own the character of Spider-Man. And everything associated with Spider-Man. Everything associated with Spider-Man. You could have a character be called Peter Parker. Mm. But they can't be Spider-Man. They can't be super-powered. They can't wear red and blue. You know? Yeah. It's, it's such a tricky thing. It's really weird. And when we're not... We're not just trying to think of this as... Um, as here are two studios negotiating a deal. We're also trying to think of the story. The story of, is disrupted. Yes. Right now, is the word. Yeah, there's there's been a wedge driven into it where there was a very natural, not even natural, but there was a very sudden change to Peter Parker at the end of Far From Home. Yes. And to not know where that's going, we wouldn't know where that is going anyway. But now we even don't know where the character is going in terms of studio. This is, uh, it's tricky. And also, like, the idea of these studios was before I felt like they were working together. But now they're, I, the impression I get is they're doing this to kind of like, yeah, we're working together or whatever. You know, like when you, you had like a fight as a child with somebody and they're like, shake hands. Yeah. Say sorry. You don't look at and each other. And it's like, yeah, fuck, yeah, shake hands. They, it's that. So they're like, right, we'll do the movie. Yeah. But we're both looking out for ourselves. So Marvel are now like, okay, we won't buy stock as Spider-Man. So he loses a slight value when he goes back to you. Yeah. And Sony are like, fuck ye, we'll do our own movie. I th- yeah, and I think if he's in the MCU, 
he like he needs to he like they they still need to talk about the snap. That was something else we mentioned in the original report mm. is that the snap was a very big part of that character's journey. And if that's just never addressed again, that's going to be weird. Yes. Also, he is a character that has, like, touched a lot of other characters. Yeah. Or, like, been diluted into their stories. Yeah. Tony Stark was the big one, and he's, you know, spoilers, not around anymore. He's not around too many times these days. But, like, even your Doctor Stranges, they were in space together. Doctor Strange saw him die. Yes. Um... And also knew he was going to die because he seen all the futures. Very true. Yes. You, Captain Marvel. He was like he helped everyone in that final battle. So to never have anyone address him again will be odd. It's a very yeah. I like how we're looking at like this is good news. It's great news. It's great news on the surface. You're like oh fucking good stuff, and yeah. it's a great PR move to bring him back because it was it should have happened anyway. Yeah. But is it postponing the inevitable? Yeah. Is this a case of like, we've found a miracle cure that will keep you alive for one more year. Yeah. And then you'll be back in the same situation you were in. Like, or is this... Is it the star of a whole new franchise? That's the thing. Like, have has Kevin Feige seen 14 billion realities and this is the one where Spider-Man is a success? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, maybe. I just wouldn't go past him. Do you know, like oh, he's... Shit. I can see him having this thought out a few years down the line. Yeah. You know, now, I don't know if anyone else has, but I think he would. When it's so important to the story, well, it's, like he'll, he'll make it as important as it needs to be. He'll make Spider-Man as important as he needs to be. I don't think they'll sacrifice story for pettiness. No, I don't think so. But I also don't think they'll make Craven the Hunter the next big bad of Marvel. No, because yeah. yeah, I yeah, I get what you're saying. Like they don't sacrifice the story, but you also can't put much too much stock into that universe now. Because it's on rocky ground. Yeah, which is fucking awful by the way. Because yeah. it's like the Jurassic Park thing. Yes. Is that if you were scared once, would you go back? Yeah, like it I think this is very interesting as a concept. I just like I'm excited to see where it happens. Yeah. But I was kind of worried, because as we said, I think it's just going to happen again. Yeah. And we could be into the same situation every single year, or every I, second year. And I won't feel good until this film is out. You know? <laughs> yeah. And even then, it's going to be like, ah, that was the last hurrah. Yeah. That was, cause that was the last crusade. That was the last crusade, Sean. And that is the last crusade of these movie news. Nice segue to for, the end for there. For week. Um, do you want to take us out, Sean? That yes. is actually, it's been a long week. It has. Week 50! Week 50! Thanks everyone for listening for 50 weeks. Woo! Um, like, <laughs> no, I'm trying, I'm trying to say, it's fucking mad. Yeah. To do 50 weeks. We haven't even, like, 52 is going to be a big week. 52 is the year? The year anniversary. And I am doing Nightwing. Week your, 52. Your favourite character. My favourite character I am doing Nightwing for Hero Zero. Could be 45 minutes long. Could we'll be three see, hours long. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm thinking of starting at the very start of that publication. I'm just working our way through. Just reading the comic but to you have, us. Do you have any weekly recommends? Um, Play the jingle! Oh, fuck. Jingle. We haven't had the jingle in ages. We haven't had a jingle in so so long. I forgot we stopped doing weekly recommends. We just there's been weeks where we've just been pushed for time. Yeah, might be this week. Maybe. Um, do I have? I guess. Uh, um, 
Oh boy, do you have one? I do, yes. <laughs> okay, you go first. Uh, my weekly, weekly recommends is Titans. Season oh. 2 came out. Oh, um, did it? Yeah. Did oh, on the DC streaming service. Yes, and I'm, I'm moved to Canada, but I watched it. <laughs> Right. Um, first four episodes. Nice. Um, it is the same old Titans in that there's scenes that are good and scenes that oh, are scenes that are dog shit. But it's just I don't understand if I like but, it or not. But average. It's just like a solid good. five. <laughs> right. Like, there's some nines. Yeah. Some real big ones. Oh man, I enjoyed that show. But you're right. It's at times. It doesn't make any sense. Half of it. It's like. They got like 10 writers at once. Yeah. And they're just like writing random sort and they just crammed it all together. And then there's one dude who just r- r- writes what he thinks is the coolest shit from high school. Yeah. So I, this, um, this year is actually, it's probably m- m- more fun. It's less dour than last year. It was pretty dark. It's pretty, sti- it's still pretty dark. And there's still like a blue tint on everything, which makes no sense. But, Detroit. um, it's just wasted potential, weirdly. Like, oh. you've got a lot of stuff there. Great casting. Yeah. On everybody. Except for one person. That would be Batman. Oh, you have Jorah Marmons, uh, don't you? Eden Glenn, who is 58 years old. Yeah. Is Batman. Now, no. I'm not against an older Batman. No. But you love not, an older Batman. I love an older Batman. But if Nightwing, or Robin, is like 23, Batman should not be 58. That would make it... Say he picked up Robin when he was... 10. When Robin was 10 or 13 or whatever. Yeah. That's, what, 13 years, 58, 45 yeah. he would have been. And he just picked up a child <laughs> from the cinema. <laughs> or from the cinema. From the from circus. circus. Yeah. He, no, his parents were yeah, shot outside true the cinema. True story, yes. But that it is an odd choice. I think, and then I found, right, so I was like, this is weird. Literally every scene that happens in, I'm disgusted. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe disgusted is not the right word. But I'm just like looking around like, are we serious? It's like, why is he talking to this strange is it, man? Is this happening? <laughs> and in Glenn, like, amazing actor. Yeah. Like, I think everybody who's listening to this is like, yeah, England, Game of Thrones, Jorah Mormont. He's, he's fucking great. Great actor. I even looked up Ian Glenn younger. Ian Glenn at like 40 looks perfect. <laughs> like he looks like the perfect Bat Bruce Wayne. Do you think they aged up Ian Glenn for this? I've no idea, but there's a scene where... I think Ian Glenn looks younger than he is, generally. No, no he doesn't. Does he not? <laughs> not Jorah Marmont looked about 40. No, it's... He, he turns up and there's a scene where Dick goes to see him, little Dicky, and they're talking. And he's really like... He doesn't act like Bruce Wayne that he's real happy. He's quippy. Oh, he's like no. he's like smiling and he's talking and they're like having a conversation. I'm like, Bruce Wayne would be like a, a He's a miserable prick. He's a miserable dickhead. And he's just like he's just having fun. Just yeah. having a laugh. Fuck. Yeah, it's I do I every other cat like Brendan Twaits as, as Dick Grayson is perfect. Yeah. Um the people who play Hawk and Dove are amazing. I like them. I They're love Hawk. The guy who plays Hawk. Um, he does like intensity really well. He's so he's really good. Like season two, he's even better. There's like some scenes where like you're just like yeah, you're a good actor. <laughs> you're <laughs> you, re- you're really good. Well done. Um, then you have like the girl who plays Raven and Beast Boy. I think they're all perfectly cast. You only up. It's it, Ian Glenn, which is probably you probably even just get someone younger. Anyone with black hair. And, is, and a widow's peak. And 35. Yeah. That's all you needed. That's fair enough. Um, then I was trying to think of Jason Todd's in it. Yeah. So Jason Todd. Little prick Jason Todd. Little pr- He's perfect. The guy <laughs> is so perfectly cast. So you perfectly cast Dick Grayson and Jason Todd, but not Batman. <laughs> but 
Then you have uh, Jason Todd. So he has to like live another few years. Mm-hmm. And something bad happens. <gasps> then Timmy Drake comes along. Mm-hmm. Then he goes a few years. Then he moves on. Yes. And then Damien Wayne comes along. How old is Batman at that stage? <laughs> 59. <laughs> It's a busy year. It's a very big year. He's going through runs. <laughs> He's like 70 by the time that happens. Lazarus Pit. Lazarus Pit, of course. Um, yeah, so that's my recommendation. Titans, I would say, maybe watch it. <laughs> give, look, give it a try. I'll I'll fly to Canada to watch it. Yeah. I'll join you. Good. Uh, my recommendation is Peaky Blinders. Ah, good. I've started watching it. I'm like about the first season in. Really fucking good show. Do you think I look like Killian Murphy? A little bit. You got the eyes. Thanks, bud. But the um, <laughs> just no, we're not even breaking. <laughs> just a little compliment every now and again. Ah, look. But like, just that show is the production design on it. Even is amazing. Yeah. Because everything looks like it's from nineteen twenties England. Okay. And it's it's um, what is it? There's a lot of sad stuff in that show, but it doesn't. Depress you to watch it, if you get me. Do you know you watch some shows and you're just like, this is, f- this is fucking rough. Titans. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go through this. Yeah. This is, like, there's shit stuff happens to good people. Mm. Shit stuff happens to bad people. Ah. But there's just something about it that there's this element of, ah, oh, yeah, but they'll be grand. Do you know? Okay. Like, you, is it very Irish? There, oh, there's some Irish accents in it. Okay. And they're not unreal. <laughs> so bad. My mother was from Galway. Oh, from Galway. From Galway. From Galway. And uh, look, like the Irish lady sings a song in a bar. Of course she does. The usual yes. stuff. But generally, like, all the actors are great in it. Yeah. Killian Murphy's fucking phenomenal. Um, I know Tom Hardy's in it at some point. Yes. So, and I'm looking forward to seeing him. He's meant to be very good. Good actor. Good, very good actor. Yeah. It's a strong cast. It's a great cast, great de- production design, great story. And there's just little moments like um, it's it's not a spoiler. Tommy, who is Killian Murphy's character, he's just he's really good with horses. And there's just this moment where a horse is freaking out because of noise, say. And Killian Murphy gets off the horse and calms him by telling him stories about when he was in the trenches in the war. Right. Because he's just like you'll get used to it. It's just noise. It's just nice. But what, that's a clever way of two character traits are revealed at once. Yeah, go to animals. And and you learn a backstory yeah. without him going, do you remember that time I was in war? Yeah. So it's just a really subtle way of doing it. Okay. And it like he's he only talks about the war like to horses a lot of the time. Ah, that's clever. Yeah. He just prefers horses to people. He just prefers horses to people. Yeah. Um, okay. That's the end of week 50, Sean. Right, we thanks put, everyone. I, I had said we had to do weekly recommends for week 50. Yeah, that's might, fair. Might as well. It's a short segment we never don't... Sometimes forget. <laughs> sometimes forget it exists. So what ebbs? And you have to add a jingle in now. Oh, I know. It doubles the editing time. <laughs> it's like 10 seconds. <laughs> exactly. You bastard. I'm very fast at editing. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take us out Sean yeah thanks everyone very much for listening to this very special episode of Movie Mondays and thanks indeed for listening for the past 50 odd weeks uh, if you'd like to support the show as I mentioned up top we do have a Patreon account patreon.com slash here's for hire podcast it's all in the description um, please don't feel any pressure to donate we'll be grand if you don't 
but it's just a way to support the show if you feel like it. Mm. Um, best way you can support the show is by telling one human being that we exist, maybe two. And if you want to follow us, if you want to follow us on Facebook, it's Here's for Hire Podcast, Twitter at Here's for Hire Pod, Instagram Here's for Hire Podcast, or you can send us an email Here's for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. Everything's in the description. Everything's in the description, and just, you know, message us if you need anything. If you need anything, we had a lot of uh, good feedback for the. Lazarus Pit on Monday yeah so we discussed do, the first Iron Man film might have to do another one of them that would be fun at some stage um, so that is it for week 50 ladies and gentlemen movie wonders we'll be back on Wednesday we're news Wednesdays and Friday with Hero Zero as always I've been Connor Lawler I've been Sean Mead I'll see you then guys bye bye hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.